Hey. And we in here. I think now we can say we official. Like we made it to the second episode. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah, we in mm. How y'all feeling tonight? I'm feeling okay. <clears throat> Gotta get my spirits up. You wanna talk about it? Um, not right now. Okay. Not right now. Oh yeah, let me just yeah. <laughs> Felicia, what's up? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just, you know, uh, trying to to be in this moment. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all. <laughs> I can't argue with it. Look, I'm doing good. I didn't have a PTSD episode this week, so baby, I'm good. And right. on that note, what's up, y'all? I am Coach T-Lane, and these are my co-hosts. Tracy motherfucking Sharik, Coach Jaleesha Jones, Jaleesha J, and we are Girls Be Like, the podcast. We ain't here to give y'all the right answers. We just here to speak from experience, baby. Um, Look, I, I hate to bring this up because I feel like it's dying down right now, but I don't give a fuck. It's our podcast, and we didn't get a chance to speak on it on the podcast, and it was the slap heard around the world. So, I mean, let's start right there because we're going we gonna to speak on it for a little bit and then we're going to nip it in the bud. What y'all think about this slap? So, what I think is, um, I'm most definitely going to give everybody compassion and, and give everybody grace, right? Um, because at the end of the day, we all human and things just happen. But it was disappointing to see Will Smith walk up there and slap that man, especially on the platform where it's a celebratory um, moment. You know what I'm saying? Um, I get that I appreciate the fact that Will was standing up for Jada, but I don't respect what he did. I don't respect how he did it. Um, and I also wish that Jada would have grabbed his arm and said, you know, baby, sit down or let's go. You know what I'm saying? Because low key, she's been dragging this man for the past year. Um, or, you know, not necessarily her. She been having, look, this man been being dragged behind her for the past year. Um, so I kind of wish that you know, that was a moment where they kind of could have both protected each other. And mm. I wish she just would have just kind of like grabbed him and told him, let's sit, sit down and let's go. And then still sucked his dick on the, and then, you know, gave him some bomb ass head for the effort um, when they on the way to the after party. <laughs> she has not dragged that man. I mean, not necessarily. She, and that's why I corrected myself. He's been dragged because of her <laughs> for the past year. Yeah. And his choices too. I mean, hey, they both in it. Oh, Jalisha, you give your before I give mine. Um, I'm, I look. I think that he snapped, and I think that he had an out of body experience, and that um, I think that there's a combination of a lot of things. Uh, he said in his acceptance speech, like I didn't really watch it because I just felt really bad about the whole situation. But I do know he was like. You know, he's been put through a lot. He's been said a lot. And even if this situation with Jada this past year, everybody's been ragging on him. People have been ragging on Will for years and making fun of him and saying how he's corny and he's lame. But we still respect him as a actor because, you know, he was he was a top notch. But we still look at him as corny. And then with the relationship with Jada, we idolized him. And when stuff came out, they realized that really they're not like a traditional couple. They're not like a regular couple. They're not the old fashioned couple. People are so quick to turn against them. And um, I think 
uh, what happened, I just think it kind of culmination of things and he just snapped. I saw the past few weeks, people have been like asking him questions about the entanglement, why he's promoting, you know, he's trying to go to these award shows, asking him and his wife. And I think that's just inappropriate. I think there's a lot of things that probably knocked him over the edge. I wish he hadn't done it. But then at the same time, um, I just think he's probably going through something deeper than what we really know. So, I mean, shit happens. So I, I, <laughs> I ain't gonna say, look, you you ruined your life. You ruined, I wish you you made black people look bad. Now nah, he had a moment, and he's human and shit. I can't I can't fall for it. So right, like that's what that what I got a couple of things on it. I guess I'll start with that one because I hate the way that everybody's trying to push the frequency of shame onto him. Mm. Like you can't don't make that man feel ashamed. He did what he thought was right in that moment. Granted, I feel like that was a little bit extreme. <laughs> Um, but you know, like I, I just hate the way that everybody's pushing like the shame frequency and shame is like one of the lowest levels of energy that you can be on. So my heart goes out to him. Mm-hmm. Chris, T- look, Chris Tucker, Chris mm-hmm. Rock, he was just on his job. You know, like when you got a comedian, like they joke on shit that ain't supposed to be joked on, which it made me think about like how everybody was in an uproar boy recently because of the Dave Chappelle stand up on Netflix. They, they make fun of shit that shouldn't be made fun of. That's what comedians do. So I think that Will could have did another route with it. But I don't get, I don't send no shame to that man. He did what he thought was right. And we have all had moments where we thought we did what was right. And it won't. Um, mm-hmm. Then as a wife, though, I want to speak on Jada. Okay. As a wife, I don't care what no female say. Well, where I grow up from, I do. I want my man to stick up for me. If something bothers me, I want my man to stick the fuck up for me. However, yeah. as his as the feminine energy in a relationship, I want to let him go up and do that. But I'm like, chill, babe. We're going to handle it another way. We're going to mm-hmm. get his ass. And then I don't like the fact that Will like got that picture, like that video up of him and Jada on his Instagram. Just like making light of it, showing like he's sticking beside her. Then he put his apology out. And all Jada said was, it's a time for healing. I feel like your man humiliated. He was, it was a humiliating moment, embarrassing moment. She need to say, like, post something to show that that's my man and I'm going to stick beside him. I heard that, I guess now they're going to go on Red Table Talk. And mm-hmm. so they're going to have an episode on Red Table Talk. So. And can I correct something you said, T? Because regardless if you're married or not, I think that most people want to feel protected by the masculine energy in the relationship. Yes. No, I agree. But I'm saying as like as a wife, and maybe not even as a a girlfriend too. Like Mm -hmm. as a wife, like I would stand beside, I would put something, our life is public. I would have put something on my social media showing like that's my man, and even he did that, and I'm gonna stick beside him. Right. Like she ain't putting I don't I don't like that, Jada. I don't like it, but I do agree with that. Like I they're said, they're trying to be above it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is looking crazy. I'm a little crazy right beside his ass. <laughs> I think I I don't know. I, I agree with you completely. Like we gonna go ten toes down. But I think uh, I just think I think she probably in shock. He's in shock. She should still be standing by him. Um, and but I think she's using this as a way of saying we're gonna heal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> first, you the public that I stand by my man, even though it was a fucked up, and he shouldn't have done that shit. I stand by my mm-hmm. man, and I would have just, like I said, I would have just had him just feel like, uh, uh-uh, uh, babe, don't go on there. We're not pulling a Kanye. Don't do that. Oh, we, gotta, we have a comment that says, "I think, um, 
I think it's her platform. She couldn't say much. It's the platform. She couldn't say much. And I do agree with that. But I just wish for me, I think it would have been a dope ass moment if Will would have got up. Right. Jada grabbed him like, no, nah, hold on. We ain't going to do that and handle it later. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't have been mad at that. I mean, even if Will had yelled and cussed at him from his seat as Jada was pulling him out, you know what I'm saying? Let's just get away from this environment, even if it was for a second until they came back to find that seat, to kind of protect him in that way too. And, you know, she he don't need to prove himself to none of us. You know what I'm saying? And I just, oh, I just, I just think that would have been a dope moment if she would have grabbed her husband and just like, calm down. And like you said, we gonna handle this shit later. Period. Mm-hmm. But so we about to we about to leave the slap heard around the world. Hello. Yesterday, but that's why we had to give our two cents on it. We could not do the podcast today and not give our two cents. But I want to get into this topic tonight. So our topic for tonight, y'all, is girls be like unintentionally celibate. We got to get into that. You you left us like with a cliffhanger last week because everybody <laughs> want to know how the hell you end up unintentionally celibate. Jelly Shajay. Uh, it was an accident. So I had been contemplating like how I was going to tell the story, how I was going to put this out here. And then I had kind of set myself and then I kind of got in my feelings because I was like, it was way deeper than what I thought. So we just going to dive in. But pretty much today is my anniversary. It's been a year since I've been I've been gotten bust down. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's been a year. Uh, so cheers! Like <laughs> it's been a year, but um, it was my accident. It was my accident. Not that I was trying to not sleep with nobody. I'm 33. I'm I have a high sex drive. I am very much a freaky person. But uh, this past year, I just kind of have been away from the sex. Well, sex has been offered to me, but I kind of pulled away. But when I started analyzing it, it has to go back to the last person I slept with, which I used to call him Demon Dick. But I, I, I've stopped doing that now because I think that's kind of, uh, it don't help my healing. So <laughs> counterproductive. Look, it's counterproductive. It's counterproductive because there's wounds there. There's feeling like there's pain there. So what happened with that is that I, I had had like the best sexual experience of my life with this person. I had never had these type of orgasms, these type of experiences. And I kept going back to the to the person even after, you know, I was kind of my standards were disrespected. Like I was I wasn't getting what I really wanted from the connection. I wanted more and I was kind of settling because the sex was so good. And it came to a point where uh, last year around this time, I had a death in the family, a big, big death. And the person wasn't honest with me. And I kind of still was allowing the situation to go on because I was like, it's the sex. We got this connection. And it's, I've never felt this way. And he hitting all the spots. And I ain't, okay, anyway, um, so... <laughs> Oh, it's taking me back. But anyway, uh, so so it ended up kind of going like explosive. Like it, we, the way things ended was just explosive. And I was really hurt by it, but I was in denial. I was like, I don't give a F by him, fuck him, whatever. And I was like, I'm going to go to the next dude. I'm going to get me a new boo. I'm going to do whatever. But then what I was finding out, I would talk to other men. I'm like comparing. Like, I don't like the way they do this. And I don't like the way they do that. <laughs> and he, they're not going to be able to do me like he did me. And, you know, what we do when we caught up or whatever. So I kind of was not sleeping. I, I just wouldn't sleep with nobody because I was still comparing. 
I still was caught up in my feelings. And then, how did you fight the sexual attraction that you had to other people? I didn't have sexual attraction. You just didn't have constantly comparing them to him. Comparing oh. them, like even if we were kissing, I was like, "Oh, you can't." So I based how a person's how they gonna please me by how you kiss. Like if you can't even kiss, if I don't feel desire from that, then I'm like, "Oh, this is not gonna go nowhere." So even if we kiss, I'm like, "Oh God, oh no, you're not gonna be able to go down." And I just cut it off. And so I think honestly, in my mind, I kind of was fighting whatever. I wouldn't even allow people to get close when I think back to it. I had many circumstances where men was trying to, you know, please me and trying to do whatever for me. And I was like, "Mm -mm." I was finding something wrong with them. But what it really was is that I was still caught up on old boy and I was still hurting by old boy. So I'm talking about all last year I was in denial. And I, I was call it demon did now, but continue, continue. Where is no, it? Because so side note to the listeners, I'm a spiritual person. I'm very much about. Um, I've co- also come into the awareness of myself that what I need sexually and what I it's, mm. it's a spiritual connection as well, and it's an emotional connection. And I had that with that person, and that that that's what really threw me off because I had all these elements. It wasn't just sex; it was all these different elements. And I was like, dang it, I don't want, I don't want the, the, just the vanilla. I want all this shit. Yeah. I want some deep connections, you know? So, <laughs> um, so I was just like, I can't, I'm not going to have that with anybody else. I don't know where I'm going to have that, but I wasn't open to it either. So instead of dealing with my feelings, I was eating my feelings. I was, um, wasting men's time, wasting their money, but they weren't getting no, no coochie. Uh, <laughs> I was like, no, and I and I wasn't turned on. I wasn't wanting anything, and that's what was tripping me out because I'm my sex drive is very very high. But then as the year went on, I kind of realized like, okay, I desire what I actually desire is not casual sex. I do desire one partner. I do desire to have like you know um, that connection with one person. And so mm-hmm. because of, I was more hurt because I thought that's what that that was with that person. It wasn't. And so I'm like, I should be out here loose. I should be out here getting mine. I'm in my prime, but I don't, that's not who I am. And that's okay. That's okay. So I, I've come to that understanding now, but I, I do, I am over being celibate. I, 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 <laughs> I, I learned the lesson a year later, but I'm definitely over it. But I think, I think a lot of times with celibacy and I want to talk to you guys about it because I think that, um, there's either there's shame on it or there's a there's shame on being celibate like girl you know you need to get yours or it's like you need to save yourself you need to wait i don't subscribe to any of that i subscribe to flow how you want to flow but what do you guys think have you ever been in a situation where you had to like you know abstain or stop yourself wait wait before we answer that i want to ask you like how do you how do you come to an end though you said it's been a year like did you i know you unintentionally ended up celibate yeah. But like, how did you des- that decide that? Okay, at a year, I'm 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 ready to get me some dick now. Uh, <laughs> well, because uh, <laughs> I mean, like, does celibacy is celibacy? Because it's some ladies listening, probably some, from fellas too. I don't know if they practice celibacy, but they're like, oh, I'm, I should only do it for a year. Like, well, no. okay, that's a good question. So, no, I had a lot of different things on. I'm gonna say this past year was my healing season. I was forced into my healing season, a healing from my broken heart of what I thought was supposed to happen. I had an expectation with this man 
and that didn't and and I was disappointed. And then I had shame about it because I have high standards, y'all. Because I I I I treat myself the way I want others to treat me, and especially with men. And I allow myself to not be treated the way I really desire with this person because I was caught up in that that, that the demon dick. I was caught up, <laughs> and so and it wasn't like a one time thing or or whatever. This went on for a couple of years. I was dealing with this person, so I was deeply like hurt, and um, that took me some time to really actually stop ignoring my feelings, like getting out with other men trying to like you know whatever maybe i'll get over it by messing with them but i wasn't getting over because i was really hurt so i had to i started going to therapy i'm gonna be honest i started going to therapy i started um questioning myself what we call in the spiritual community you know, when you healing i started doing shadow work mm-hmm. so i started asking myself questions like why am i still holding on to this man why was the sex that great yes yes the sex was that great but uh, <laughs> yes, the sex was that good. But besides the sex, what else was I getting from that situation? What else was fulfilling me? Was what was I truly happy, or was it just a feeling, a momentary fleeting feeling? And um, is that what I really want moving forward? Do I want that in a partner? So I start asking myself hard ass questions, and um, and then I've been healing. I've just been working on myself and loving myself and pouring into myself and getting clarity about what I actually do want uh, from from a relationship or from a hookup or whatever. I don't desire hookups. So I'm going to honor that now. I'm going to honor what I actually want, which is to be in a committed relationship. Loving myself and pouring into myself. Yeah. Um, and so that I think you have to get clear about what you want. If you're if you're celibate, if you're trying to like, you know, I'm a heel, I'm gonna work on myself, I don't need nobody. Well, why are you in this celibacy period? What are you doing? Like, what are you learning about yourself? Why are you in this period? Because you decide and you can't have sex with somebody. Okay, why? Because that can why also be a healthy, right? If you just creating a certain type of barricade around yourself and not yeah. understand why. Yeah, because mm-hmm. some people do it as protection, like they're trying to protect themselves, but really they're hindering themselves because they're afraid. Like I wasn't, it wasn't I was afraid. I just was like, I was so caught up. Oh, dude, I just like, can't nobody get it like that. Can't nobody hit it like that. I ain't about to do it. So I wouldn't even allow myself. But until I actually really got to the basis of it, oh, you hurt. You still care for this person. You still have feelings for the person. And you need to grieve that. You need to be sad about it. And you need to let it go. And that way you can be able to have something else come in or be open to, you know, spreading it open. Mm-hmm. You, you, you'll be open at that point. So I think we have to know why we actually being celibate. I didn't give myself a time frame or oh, at one year, but I said, potentially this year, I'm about to, I'm about to uh, have me some fun. Okay. Cause I, I just, I deserve that. And I'm at a different place. So, um, I'm okay with that now. We we not doing Jimisha. no comparison. We not doing no comparison. So would you say that you're ready? So it isn't it isn't that it's a time frame thing. It was like, oh, I'm doing it for a year, and then I'm going to get some dick. Would you say that it is because you you feel whole now? Like you've done the work, and you feel like you're ready to receive something, and you feel like you're in a place now where it won't be demon dick. It'll be. Some, some good old soul connecting dick. It'll be some soul connecting. So, because before the 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 sex with me would be like, oh, I want to help you. I want to uh, change you. I want to help fix you. 
And that's not that's not healing. That that's actually draining on my spirit and my energy. So yeah, it's a lot of inner work that I had to do. Um, and we would talk to my therapist. I was like, I want, I want a relationship. I want these things. And he's like, Well, you're in a good place because you know where your boundaries are. You know your standards are. You know what you want to make you want to do all the other stuff. You know the sex and everything. You just gotta uphold that for yourself. It ain't about them. It's about me. It's always about me. So I'm in a good place. I love me today. Right. And, um, and I want to love on somebody else. <laughs> she said, get up and I'm good. It's fine, baby. <laughs> yeah, precisely. precisely. But I was going to ask y'all, so what, so I know T, you married, but like, have you had like a celibacy season? Tracy, you answer that first. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't plan to. <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I t- look, I go celibate every 30, 60, 90 days. You just have you look here. I don't get it on the regular. I don't get it enough. Look here. Nope. Nope. So your ass be unintentionally celibate too. It, I told y'all, after 29 days, I'm celibate. Okay. That's just <laughs> and that happens quite often around this month. So you said after 29 days. Okay. Look. <laughs> At this that's point, like, that still counts. That still counts. That's still and I'm 35, y'all. I just be wanting to touch somebody or something. Mm-hmm. And I can't. I and I'm out here I... in El Paso. So it's just like. Girl, you got Mexican dick out there. And short, military, bald, black men. I love y'all. I do. But the Army, the, it, the Air Force, where it's at. The Air Force, mm. we ain't got Air Force out here. Mm. <laughs> And they uh-huh. young, they all new enlist. I can't. Ugh, it's just it's it's dry out here. It's a real celibate. Well, I ain't I ain't never had a, a a celibate moment, but like, cause yeah, like just even before marriage, like I've had a high sexual energy, so I used to feel like I had to have it. Like even when I wasn't getting nothing out of it, I was still doing it. Like cause my that sexual energy was so high. What you call it, Kundalini. Is that mm-hmm. the name of it? Yeah, yeah, but even even when I wasn't getting anything, but I would have to say, like, since being married, like me and my husband, we've been together 13 years now, married for eight, seven or eight. He gonna get me for not knowing that. But um, now, like, I think that that energy has died down or not necessarily died down. I found new ways to channel it. So there are times where we go on fucking fast. And I take that energy, like, especially like, okay, the podcast, this was something really big. We refer to it as our baby, giving birth to it. Um, I went on a a sex fast or fucking fast um, a little bit before then. And I poured all my energy into the podcast. Yeah. Using that energy, using that energy for, uh, for your creations, that creative energy. Yeah. Yeah. So I have exactly. moments of celibacy intentionally now, but not all the time because um, sex is a is a intimacy is a big part of the relationship. So very much so. Um, my only thing is, and I've been felt like ashamed because I've always felt like something was wrong with me because I would I could I have a high sex drive, but I could not just. I just, I, I could see with other people, but then I'd be like, is this all it is? Is, is this it? Like, is this the big thing? And I feel like I, something's missing or I feel like we're not connected or something's not happening. Um, and then 
I think it's when I went through my spiritual awakening, I realized I, I, I be wanting us to feel like we just so connected, like we deep connected, like we, we on another level. Um, and so that's why I was, that's why people got me because it was different. And so I was like, Oh, this is what I've been asking for. Okay. This is, this is what it is. But baby, that gets you in some trouble unless y'all aligned. So I'm not, I'm not doing that today. And, um, uh, and I also don't want to just be out here, but that's okay. I wish I could be, but I'm okay with who I am today. Mm -hmm. But I, I definitely am. I'm, I'm not trying to be uh, uh, intentionally anything anymore. Okay. <laughs> that's it. That's all. <laughs> no, no, don't look. Don't y'all now. This ain't no invitation for all y'all to start hopping in my girl inbox. No, please okay? don't. Please don't. I'm not saying that <laughs> at all. Please, Lord, no, because they'll be like, I can help you. I get that all the time. I help you if you need something. <laughs> what type of services do you provide? That's what I get. What type of services do you provide? <laughs> what type of coach are you? Bitch, get out of my inbox. Yeah, that was it. I've gotten this. So I'm a self-love coach, but they'll ask me. They'll say things like, you know, I need, I need, I need self-love. I need help. I need help. I need coaching. I'm like, what you need coaching with? I, I need to be able to know how to, to please a woman. I'm like, that's not what I do. That's not <laughs> what I do. That's not what I do. But I'm like, I can refer you to somebody. I like, I can, but that's not what I do. But yeah, it'd be funny. So during your celibacy, what did masturbation look like? Oh, <laughs> um, I still got it in. Like I, I watch <laughs> porn, and I watch. <laughs> like I'm not so big. See, against myself. <laughs> like, yeah, <but> like, <laughs> we, still, <laughs> we still getting it in. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> we still gonna get it in here. It still deserves all the love. So I, I was still, you know, playing, you know, playing myself, masturbation, still loving on myself intentionally. Right. But I'm actually, this is another thing. I'm not very, I'm not a masturbation type person. I do prefer actual penetration and having sex. So I don't necessarily like that that much. Um, so that's why it's a struggle. Because I, I really, I really like, uh, I really like sex. Just sex. Yeah. <laughs> she, ain't, she ain't tried that damn, that womanizer. She ain't tried to uh, womanize That bedroom candy womanizer. Ooh, girl. Baby, on level Ooh. seven, we get to popping. <laughs> Me, myself, and I, and the womanizer. <laughs> mm. But, Julisha, I want to know, like, did you notice anything, well, I'm, which I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this already, but during your year of celibacy, not allowing any other energy to enter into you, did you notice, like, uh, 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 it's like a positive shift, like, did things, opportunities, doors open for you, like, any, what's, what positive did you notice? So I'm gonna be real transparent. So, uh, event, uh, first no, like the first six months I did not because I was very, um, I was very sad. But what I also realized, um, it's all about energy, and I had like exchange energy with this person, right? So I, I had not like I'm all about cleansing your yoni, cleansing your body, taking care of your yoni. I had like exchange energy with them, and so I was feeling like low vibrational. I was feeling very, I had lack of low self-esteem. I was questioning myself. Um, I was, I was, I'm a coach y'all. So I had events, I was doing things, but I was constantly questioning myself, questioning my worth, my value. I was just really, really not, I felt, I'm going to be honest. I felt like a fraud in a lot of ways because I was like encouraging these women 
to be, you know, um, to empower themselves and to love themselves. But I didn't feel that for myself. And I felt really, really down. <clears throat> and then I, I had like a yoni steam and I did like some some intentional spiritual baths like in July. And like I, I called my energy back to me. I got I pretty much I said whatever energy is on me, I'm calling it back to them because we were different. I was very we weren't aligned. I was kind of high vibrational. That person wasn't. And that kind of that it just swapped. So I had to call my energy back to me. And um, after that, then I started feeling better. But the first six months, no. But the last five months, that caused me to like look at myself and be like, okay, so I see what this was. And you need to do some looking at yourself and some healing and a little bit more love, a little bit more care. And it's okay, you know, to be sad and it's okay to, you know, miss the demon dick sometimes. <laughs> we ain't calling it that. Oh, it's so y'all. Okay, it's okay to miss him that sometimes. <laughs> Thank you, Tracy. Mm. It's okay to miss him sometimes and to be in grief about it. And that doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you strong. It doesn't make you um, powerless. It actually makes you more powerful because you're admitting your feelings, so you can get past it. So you can remember who the f you are. So I say all that to say yeah. But I, I'm that's why I say sex is intentional for me because I do believe in exchanging of energy. It's not a game to me. Oh my god! So T had said something earlier about feeling like sex. I just need it. I just need it. I think early, like when I was probably younger, I felt like that. But now I don't. However, I do sometimes desire the feeling that I get from sex, just the release of it all. Mm -hmm. And I think that I've actually gotten to that point of wanting to feel that less with bringing masturbation into my life. Mm -hmm. Oh, so that's why those stints of times in between sexual interactions they get longer and longer. Mm. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll never be intentionally celibate because hey, I'll go float around the city and grab me something real quick if I absolutely just want to release. Um, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not depriving myself of that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I, think I, I like that you said that because it's so many women out here still tied to some toxic ass dick just because they feel like they have to have another person in order to release that sexual energy. So Tracy, I love, love, love that you said that, you know, it's been, it's enabled you to go more time in between pleasing yourself because mm -hmm. that is an option y'all. Like you can please yourself. You don't have to have a man or a woman in your bed in order to release that sexual energy. And then I like how, you know, Jaleesha talked about and I mentioned earlier too, like, it don't even have to be physically um, or through an orgasm. You can release it in, in something you're passionate about, your dream, your goals. If you're in a sport, if you're an artist, release it. Like, take that energy and channel it into making your next new song or something. I it's agree so many and ways. disagree. I agree and disagree because, again, sometimes that release that I get from having sexual intercourse just that release, that experience for me can sometimes be literally better than anything. You know what I'm saying? Again, it's literally about that. The feeling, I'm a very, um, I say I got nine personalities and my emotions are very, very intense and overwhelming for myself and for somebody else. So with me, when I'm in, when I'm having sex, I can create and talk to all them personalities at once and feel it in, mm. exchange that energy with somebody else. So it's like, oh, it's like, Oh, yeah, talking to all of her. 
you know what I'm saying? And just every part of me just being able to feel sensation. So I don't even think that it's wrong to desire sex as a woman because I don't want to make it seem like, okay, your desires for sex should be, um, should be replaced with celibacy and masturbation. No, if, if it's a, if it's a healthy desire from sex, feed that just be careful right but for me like you it's it's healthy to like it don't have to always be with somebody like you have that balance like i think that that's what i heard you saying you have a balance between when you want to speak to women that don't find for that from for somebody else's balance might be different right if you know that you're not addicted to sex um who are we to say that you should or religion society culture upbringing all that is how we define what sexuality looks like what it should be right and we're breaking a lot of that now today right so for me i just think of it as a hundred percent i guess fluid right because truly what we desire as a human being nobody could tell you what that is for you nobody could put boundaries on that for you except for yourself so if you have a healthy if you have a healthy expression with that with or without somebody i think that that's what matters Mm. Um, and I, I agree with you. I agree with you, Tracy. I, I, and as you were saying, something came to my mind thinking about this because I even I feel that we you have to know what you want and you have to be okay with whatever you want. Um, and it's okay if you want to be celibate. It's okay if you want to be free. You want to explore. There's nothing wrong with that. I think what um, T was saying as well. You can use that energy in a different way as well. There's uh-huh. so much powerful energy there. You can use to be creative. But if you feel that you want to be sexual, that is your and that's your preference. And you know, I see women all the time that who can have casual sex, who can be with partners, and it ain't shit. I'm gonna cut mm-hmm. you off. I'm not that person, or at least I, I just, I'm not that person. So I know who I am, but um, I was going to say something because I should have said in the beginning. So as this past year, when I was like, I'm I'm done, I'm exploring myself. I was trying to do poly relationships and poly like relations, open relationships with people. Um, with during, your, during your celibacy season? Yes. Oh, open okay. relationships with women. I forgot about this. Open relationship yeah, with women. I was trying to... celibacy in a polyamorous relationship. I know that polyamory is not based on sex, but no, so I wasn't trying to be celibate. And I, like I said, this wasn't in, never intentionally. I was trying to just feel. But then mm-hmm. as I got into the situation, I was like, oh, I really don't want to. I really don't want to be with multiple people, and I really don't want to be with this man and this woman. Um, that doesn't. So I was conf- I was conflicted. Now, so let me go to a swingers place, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I really don't want this either. So I was kind of seeing, oh, do I like this? Could I be this way? But it, I was like, no. Nah. And then I I was going out with women, and I was like, maybe I can be. Maybe I want a woman. Maybe I don't want to deal with men anymore. Like maybe that's where I'm really being called to. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm definitely being called to me. And so, <laughs> which is nothing wrong with it. I just, right, I, right. I, I came to conclusion, I, I really like men. So, but I say all that to say is that sometimes exploring ourselves, exploring our desires or, or feelings or whatever comes up, that's how we learn what we want. And there's, there's, if we're going to, I don't look at religion like, oh, you got to be this way. You got to do what works for you. Period, and whatever that looks like, as long as you're being safe and being, you know, protected or whatnot. But do what pleases you, not what anybody else thinks, but what pleases you. But, um, I apologize because I didn't mean to make it seem like I was disagreeing with you. I do agree with you 100% that whatever that outlet is, express that. But if it is sex, express that too. 
Mm -hmm. And so I want to, this is what I want to do, because it's some, it's some, it's some people watching this and going to like listen to this who are in a position where like what I don't agree with is using sex like you feel like you, you feel like, like, I don't know how to put it. I guess as, I'll put an addiction, it as an unhealthy addiction. Well, no, there's, there's unhealthy layers to yeah. it. There's layers to it. There's layers to it, T. So yeah, go ahead. So no, no, you're fine. But I, I want to know for the people who are watching this and are like, they don't, they know that they have an unhealthy relationship with this. <laughs> they feel like they want to start a celibacy journey, mm. but they feel very attached to that sexual energy. They feel like the only way that they can release it, they have to have someone. But they want to know like, what's the steps of like starting celibacy? What can help them? go on that journey and like what are what are some benefits that they can keep at the forefront of their mind to keep them steadfast on the journey um i would say that you need to sometimes in order to discipline yourself you have to remove what what is going to trigger you to react to do these certain things so for me if i really want to be um really steadfast on it i'm probably not going to be watching porn i'm probably not going to be um but I do watch porn. But <laughs> but I probably not go. Girl, watch them today. I watch. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying that somebody really is trying to like. Oh, I gotta be celibate. I don't want to be tested anyway. Or you probably want to remove yourself from situations uh, and create new habits. Like for me, I had to start, you know, um, working out more. I had to start changing the way I eat, where I fit into my body, because I do feel that whatever we feed into our body, that is. Um, that it that can help lower our vibration or heighten our vibration. The higher your vibration is, or what you feed into your body, what you feed into your spirit, the more you'll feel more in tune with yourself. That you don't feel that you have to go out and seek other things to please you, um, because you'll be fulfilling yourself within. Because the thing is, with sex, sex is a you know that's a natural instinct. But if somebody has a like addiction or a problem with it, that there's something within them that is normally there that is either wounded or triggered and they're seeking something. That's why they keep going out because they're seeking some a, a wound to be filled. And a lot of times we gotta be like loving on ourselves. So I, I always say we wanna be mindful of what we are feeding our bodies, what we pouring into our spirits, what we're listening to, what we're, cause look, if I'm listening to sex music all day, I'm gonna wanna get it off. Mm -hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wanna bump and grind. <laughs> what, you, what you focus on expands, that's very yeah. true. Yes, and what you're feeding your spirit, like it, it's very important. So you have to, it's really creating a routine of doing something different and that's separating you from that need and that want. And then you start realizing, okay, uh, I'm more powerful than this. You may realize, okay, I don't want to have sex or I do, whatever. But you got to come to the reason of why you're, why you need to do that in the first place. Why do you need to abstain from it? Why do you feel that you need to not do it at all? If you, if there's an addiction there or whatever, then you need to get to the root of what that is. Why do I feel like I need to get that? I knew a man once who, who was addicted to sex, but that's where he felt his value was. He felt mm. that his worth was in his sex because that's what he was taught as a oh. child. Can so I stop he, you right there for a second? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, go ahead and finish that thought. I'm sorry. No, you're good. No, no. He thought his worth was because he was told as a kid, you know, have sex with her, have sex with her. That makes you a man. And so mm -hmm. even as an adult, he thinks what makes him a man is his 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 dick. And there's no um, he had no emotional maturity. Um, he just was out here and he mm -hmm. thought that's what made him be who he was. Like nobody can compare to me because my dick. 
yeah, you have great sex, but then you also kind of feel in an empty hole. So it's no longer about wanting to just feel good. You kind of lost in the sauce, right? Mm -hmm. So there's layers to it. But we'll go ahead. T. <laughs> I was gonna say it's so many women that that applies to because I know me my my first lesson that what well, like I was taught indirectly about sex was that sex was um, e equated to love. Um, so I know that there's a lot of women out there that were like, if um, I got to have sex for him with him, that's my value that I got to have sex in order to be loved. Yeah. So I, that, that's a huge point you hit on, Jalisha. Yeah, I was there, too, as well. At one point, like I thought sex was love. Like if we if we have sex. You must really like me. You must be in love with me. And then when and then I'll be thinking, oh, you you don't love me. Oh, we go together now. We together. And they be like, what? I'm like, no, we together. Because this is official. Like, we done hit you. I'll let you hit it. We locked in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's we can't put them expectations on nobody. But right. no, 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 no. But that's how it used to be. Because no, I get it. No, I get it. And but but the thing is, there's a lot of women like that though. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of women who have this mind frame of like, if I have if I sleep with you, you're mine, or we're together, or we're in love. And that's just not how it is. That's really us. We, we got some some pain or some ego or some type of abandonment issue or whatever, a codependency, and we looking for somebody else to latch on to. Um, that's unhealthy. I don't want that at all today. Yeah. No. And I and I would just follow your takeaway with um, ladies, men. We have to get out of um you know this is a microwave society we want things quick fast and in a hurry and we're so used to or we crave immediate gratification but we have to sometimes like be okay with the delayed gratification delayed gratification is so much better than instant gratification at um, times yeah it takes a little bit longer to get it but the what the reward from it almost always is bigger than immediate so I think that it's um, important too to just keep at the forefront of your mind the delayed gratification that you get. You don't have different energies entering into you during that time if you decide to take the celibate route. Um, you also have time to figure out who you are, um, what you like and what you love. And it's just so many other things you have. You can put your energy into your goals. You can figure out where you like to be touched. Like you might not even have known that it's the right mm -hmm. side of your clitoris or you like the tip of your dick suck down and kiss or <laughs> whatever you know but well not suck down and kiss because if you celebrate nobody doing that but well, when you do suck it make you suck down and kiss it down up and down the shaft i got this little trick but i'm gonna say that for y'all for later <laughs> so um delayed gratification keep um I, I have this thing that i teach with my coaching clients um always start with the the end in mind so keep in mind the end goal like what do you get and what are the positives that you're going to get out of that journey but um this is a good ass topic we are thank you jaleesha for sharing your experience with us girl good yeah thank you for allowing me to do it oh my goodness i put my business out there but it is what it is it's some real shit. <laughs> right we ain't here to get the right answers we need one of them things i need the da -da 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 -da, the bomb going we ain't here to right? get the right answers we just speaking from experience, experience. Baby. that's, that's so now we're going into the next next little thing we got going. What's Ooh. what's the tea? Okay. Ooh. What's what's your tea? What's Ooh. your tea? So y'all, we like take questions and we take you know statements from our, our ladies, and so we're going to talk about this really quickly. So we have a anonymous lady who has her own situation, which I'm gonna read out. 
to, oh, okay, it went away. Okay. Uh, it says, I feel like the excitement is gone in my marriage and I don't feel like he's attracted to me anymore. We are sleeping separately and sometimes it feels like we're roommates instead of husband and wife. Oh my goodness. Any advice at all? Mm. What's your tea? <laughs> Go ahead, wife. We want to hear from the expert in that department first. Yes, the wife speak because, yeah, I'm going to say something. Wait, wait, what's she saying again? She feels like the excitement is gone and they're sleeping in separate rooms? They're sleeping in separate rooms. And pretty much she says she feels like the excitement is gone. Like, she's asking what, what should she do? But my question is, why y'all sleeping in separate rooms? But go ahead, see. No, like that's the sound like she feels like the excitement and go is gone. If y'all sleeping in separate rooms, baby, the excitement is gone. But the thing is, like, not even in marriages. I know some people who no shade. There was no shade, but we keep it real with y'all. Yeah, so keep it I know real. some people who are in long-term relationships too. And you have to be very careful with that um sense of familiarity when you're in a long-term relationship, whether it's marriage or just y'all dating. Because the longer you're with someone, you start to get familiar with them. And like with anything, once you become familiar with it, like shit starts to die off. So when you're in a marriage, especially in a marriage, you have to be very intentional about doing shit to keep that spark lighted. Like that's why I love being in bedroom candy, making money in this business. But at the same time, it keeps the, it keeps the spark in my marriage. I'll be like, oh, babe, we just got this new thing that came out. Let's try this. Like, try a little tasty stuff. We got this this little candle that damn um, you can pour on the body. Like, I massage. You got to keep the spice in. And not even just from a sex standpoint. I know this, this has been all about sex tonight. But just like even from a standpoint, like doing new things. Like, you can get so stuck in a routine in a marriage. Like, y'all eating chicken every Monday night. On Tuesdays, you 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 making meatloaf. Like, you come home at the same time every day from work. You take a bath at the same time. You get in the bed at the same time. Like, it's just so routine and you get bored. So, you just have to be very, and my advice is to be intentional about keeping the spice in a relationship. Even take, like, when you're driving and shit, like, take a new route. Do, introduce some new things. You know, like ah, that's my take on it. Uh, and to add yeah. to that, plan in the beginning, plan to have spontaneous sex. Um, but also, one thing she didn't mention is that they've ever had a conversation about it. Are y'all mm. talking about the sex? Are y'all talking about the lack of sex? Are you talking about what pleases you and what doesn't? Are y'all having conversations about sex? I want to know why they sleeping in separate beds. Yeah, I was gonna say not just about sex. Why? What? How did it get to the point that you guys are not even in the same room in the same bed with each other? Because that's like the the main concern. Why? Why are y'all in separate rooms? Why Maybe the lack of sex led to it, and then they just further to start to get further and further separated because she's making it seem like the intimacy is the problem. So it was probably somewhere in the intimacy that led to them going to different bedrooms. I'm just assuming. You know what I'm saying? I'm just well, yeah, no, no, you, you, you good. See, this is giving me perspective because I automatically, not automatically, but I would think, okay, we're not sleeping together. We're not, we in separate rooms. You don't want to sleep with me either because you're still a man. You still have needs. Either you are satisfying yourself or where are you getting your, where are you getting your pleasure from? Like, where are you being satisfied from? But this is where my mind thing, I probably shouldn't think that way. And I probably been like, Cause it don't make sense. I would have to have a conversation. Like, what's going on? Why, why aren't you feeling desirable? Why? Why? Why am I not turning you on? Or what's changed? Um, but th 
that tells me communication has not happened. Mm-hmm. Because for it to get to that point, there is some type of lack of communication. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I would just implore you to talk to your man, like actually sit well, down. Go suck his dick right now. Just go. Just just go surprise him. Right, that's what he is. And then I'm with men. One of the things, ladies, we gotta get. And I'm not saying it's not. It's not us. Y'all, I'm pro. I'm I'm like the mascot for women. Okay, but sometimes we can get so stuck into the role of like we want the guy to chase. If if we're in a relationship with a male partner, we want him to initiate sex. Like it's the guy who comes on, like come and grab you, smack your ass or whatever. But Go and do that to that's him. Fair. Like that's like how they say, go suck his dick. Just go right up to him and be like, babe, uh-uh. Just drop down, get your eagle on, unzip his pant up button. Like, look, I just want to show you how much I appreciate you and how much I desire you. Because I'm assuming you have a male partner. Me and wanna be desired too. Just yes. do some new shit. Yes. They wanna be desired. And I also wanna say, like, you know, if you if y'all was doing spontaneous things and doing wild shit, crazy stuff in the beginning, they don't still want those things. Like just cause you're comfortable. That's why I love T what you said when well, you're married, Benjamin Kendi allows you guys to keep exploring with each other and learning from each other. And that's what you have to have. There has to still be some type of spark of communication or desire to still wanna learn and explore with your man. Um, and for him to explore you as well. So that goes with communication. Because if you don't have communication, then it's pretty much y- y'all assuming things. And what is it, what they say about assuming? Make it make an ass out of you and me. And I, uh, nah, we grown. We got to be grown. We got to have grown conversations. Uh-huh. Okay. But on that note, like, yes, y'all, that is our new segment that we have added. So if you got some tea, like, what's your tea? Submit it to us, right, using um, the email right below the screen. Um, submit it. Go to our email, submit your tea, and we'll give you some advice on it, too. You know, it ain't got to be sex related. It can be anything. Like, what's your tea? What's going on in your life? Relationship healing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Dating. Love. Being single. Being married. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hi, what well, y'all? I can't believe we don't wrapped up another damn episode. Baby. I know I was down going? today, y'all. My energy gonna be back next week. It is. <laughs> but what's going on next week, Tracy? Oh, so next week we, you know, y'all know how you can be intentionally celibate. So mm-hmm. my question is, how can you be ses- successfully single, right? Ooh. And still maybe explore your sexuality, whether it's with somebody or not. Because mm-hmm. yeah, um. Your girl, thank God, then for myself and ladies like myself, I think I then found my sweet spot in being successfully single. Okay. <laughs> now you, I think you have too, Tracy, because you're you've been talking for a long time about this self love journey, and you just you glowing different. So I can't <laughs> wait to get into your tea. Yes, yes, we gonna get a little bit into it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. So y'all, um, yeah, next week Tracy is getting us all into her business. Um, mm-hmm. but we want to remind y'all again to like, share, and subscribe, comment too. If you like this podcast, y'all see us three black queens doing our thing, but we for everybody. We for everybody. But share this for somebody, okay? What wants to tap in too? And don't forget to turn your notifications on. Hit the little bell on our YouTube. This is the only place where you can see our lives. Or, oh, we got to add next week because we do have a private ladies only group chat. And then go down in the group chat. So um, if you want to get in the group chat, we're going to go down in the group chat. They go down. They go down. 
Yes. And every Friday, um, our recording, um, you can listen to the audio of our podcast every Friday on all major platform um, podcast platforms. Okay. So y'all just tap in. Anything y'all got, ladies, before we go? Um, I just want to say I've been a little bit somber today, y'all, and I do apologize about that. I just ask that y'all send my family and friends um, healing spirit. Um, we lost one of our, from my core group of friends from like 2004 to 2007. It was probably a little bit back before 2004, but 2004 to 2007, the summer, the summer, baby, them years was amazing. So we lost one of our core brothers of that group. Um, very young and unfortunate situation this morning. So um, just please send uh, myself and his family, you know, healing spirit, healing energy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so happy I was here with you guys tonight. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. Don't apologize. Listen, our mission with this, let, let's just say this shit real quick. Like, just in case y'all don't know what's the mission behind Girls Be Like the podcast. Like, our mission is just to show up as our authentic selves. Mm. So if I'm feeling fucking happy, giddy, go lucky, like, ecstatic today, that's how I'm showing up. Uh, if Jaleesha feeling a little, like, reserved and, you know, just chill, that's how she's showing up. If Tracy feeling sad today, that's how she's showing up. We showing up as our authentic selves because nobody's just one move all the fucking time. Right. So we serve a purpose of just showing you our authentic selves and using our personal experiences to teach y'all what we learn through our personal experiences about healing, love, relationships, and sex. So, girl, no apology. Just like Will Smith shouldn't have gave an apology, but we ain't talking about the slap no more. Mm. Mm. <laughs> he should have, well, you know what, I'll, I'll say this, but we gotta go. He should have owned that because we all have a dark side. I own my light and my dark. Oh, yeah, number we nine. have self-control. We have to have self-control, but, you know, it's not that he acted out of character. That was a part of who he was. You know, so it isn't an apology. It's just like, dang, you know, I, I let a side of me show. Shit. Look, we got a couple more minutes. On that self-control, I do want to most definitely say that um, I think what we watched with Chris Rock was a lot of things at one time. Very much true for Will, right? I think Will Smith felt, felt a lot of different emotions at one time. But that restraint that Chris Rock showed, regardless if it was a mixture of restraint, fear, shock, um, restraint was ultimately what we saw. <laughs> and I just think that was dope as hell out of that experience. Like I said, I wish we could have got another dope moment for me personally with Will and Jada, but hey, it is what it is. I'm, I'm still, I could still relate to everybody in this situation, except for when this girl mushed me in the club and I had to yank that ponytail and try to break her big ass neck. Oh, we're not, not turning that. We're not turning the other cheek to shit like that. Yeah, not going to do is disrespect me, baby. <laughs> I can't do it. That restraint is a mug, y'all. Um, like Jalisha expressed, like Jalisha did for a year. Restraint. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, restraint. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the fact that you put it that way about Chris Rock, I didn't think of it that way about the restraint. That does take a lot, but I also think Chris Rock can fight, but but I think that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think don't know you don't win them all. I lost about three, but won about about seven to eight. Okay. But I do, I do think he was probably shocked. Like, what, what just happened? And then he kept it moving. Like he kept it going. He kept it going. So, um, yeah, restraint on both parts. Well, no, not will, but on, on Chris. Good for him. I desire to have the self control that Chris 
I keep wanting to call his ass Chris Tucker. I want the self-control that Chris Rock had on that damn stage. <laughs> Man. I can't wait to, so he's coming out with like five shows in like the next couple of days, stand-up shows. So I can't wait to see what's about, what he's about to say, because I know it's, <laughs> it's some stuff. It's like the elephant in the room. How you ain't gonna talk about it, sir, ma'am? Like, come on now. They said his <laughs> prices, his prices were $40. Now they done went up to $400 for seats. Oh yeah, you, he talking about the slap. He talking, he talking about the slap. Okay. But you yeah. know what? That's how you, know, you, take, you take your you take the moments of pain and, and shit and you turn it into a purpose and profit too. Okay. But um listen, we are looking for sponsors. Well, we ain't looking, but if you if you fit with us, you know what I'm saying? Like our our what we look <laughs> what we embody and what we stand for is authenticity for um for both men and women and like we said like teaching you about healing love relationships and sex using our personal experiences to teach it so if you feel like your business aligns with our message and our mission hit us up shoot us an email right below that's our email and reach out if you're interested in sponsoring our podcast we would love to hear from you but you got to be in alignment we you know we ain't just out here for the dollar we looking for a line business hello fresh holla at your girl because i love y'all okay <laughs> but we in las vegas nevada holla at your girl because i love y'all okay i'm just <laughs> holla at you okay felicia hashtag hello fresh this week okay hello fresh hashtag uh hashtag um las vegas Spotify. nevada west i know what i'm talking about what you talking about, Tracy? Marijuana. Ooh. Sponsor me, baby. Okay. CBD, sponsor me. CBD. Right. Oh, my God. I tried. First time she gets on. Speaking it. But now I tried to get CBD. It made me very sleepy. Mm. All the time? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, so Drinka, if you hear this, Miss Drinka Gates, I love your, you and your husband, okay? But if you hear Are this, they still together? What's the one that's, yeah, yeah. What's the one, what's the form, what is it, sativa or indica that, that which one? In the cut, I, don't keep your ass in the cut, okay? That keep, that's the down. And then you got sativa. Okay, so she need a sativa that keeps you up. A, or you a, need a, a hybrid. Food. I like a hybrid, a good blue dream. Mm. But yeah, mm. so we looking for sponsorship. Anything that fits with our mission, okay? Yeah, but I'm on that note, I love we... you, baby. Rest in yes. peace. <laughs> right, right. Um, yes, uh, I love you, you enjoy, baby. If you enjoyed today, there you go right there. There's our cash app. You can hook some sisters up, okay? Because I got a baby to feed. All right? <laughs> I got a cast to feed. Y'all find me on Instagram. My, it's, I think my link in the somewhere. Look. <laughs> Well, if you go to, I'm trying to feed this ass. I ain't eat all day. I've been stressed out, y'all. My feelings been hurt. Look here. Um, yeah. So, so that is it. That is all that we have today. I really enjoyed this. Thank you again, Jalisha, for sharing your story with us. And again, like I'm Coach T Lane. These are my co-hosts, Tracy Motherfucker Sheree. Jalisha J, and we are Girls Be Like the podcast. We ain't here to give y'all the right answers. We just here to speak from experience. Till next week, y'all.